Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Welcome. <laughs> yeah, you're good. You're good. Hey, I, my thoughts I'm hosting. <laughs> I bring up the intro. Um, so, in light of that, <laughs> welcome to Almost a Podcast. Uh, this is Sean, and today I have Colton and Michael. Hi. And honestly, I kind of forgot how I was going to um, start this podcast. Um. But I will say, I'll, I'll tell you something I was doing recently. Oh, okay, um, okay. Today, I combed a uh, carpet uh, why for did, most why, of the day. Why did you do that? What? How does and that even... Let me tell you why. Combed carpet, like, <laughs> because, your, like a cat? So, I moved into this apartment, you know, a couple weeks ago and did the initial shopping and I bought a blanket. One of those kind of really nice, you know... Soft, not microfiber, but like uh, really soft blankets. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. oh, this is gonna be nice for an extra thing on the bed or just on the couch, whatever. Absolutely. Bought this thing, and I bought some towels, um, some some bath towels. And you know, I'm like, okay, so new stuff. I'm just gonna wash everything. I throw it in the wash, throw it in the dryer, get out of the dryer, and the things are like destroyed. You know, oh. the, the the I have this gray. Oh, it's a gray blanket, like a light gray blanket, and I have two like darker gray towels and yeah. this gray blanket has just burred and rubbed off on everything so this oh. little pull pill like it's still yeah, an intact blanket but like these little tiny you know fur balls everywhere Every, yeah destroy and i had to like i had to i had to, <laughs> to on a, the towels themselves i had to lay out on the floor and i spent like an hour just like picking things off individually <laughs> And then oh. today, I was like, I just had this blanket sitting in a corner, like having used it because it's still covered in those things as well. So today, I thought, you know what? I'm just going to spend the day doing that. I get it, and then I realized, wait, what if I used a comb on this? So, so like, like I, a hair comb, I, right? I, I, it actually like a hair works. comb, and I got a new one recently, so it wasn't used or anything. And I just spread out this blanket on the ground and just started like combing the blanket. <laughs> For like an hour. It sounds like both it's, sides. There's got to be a better way. And uh, I, I think it was the best way. Like you think I, tr- so? I tried. I'm like, oh, you know what would help with this? Um, a lint roller, you know? Oh, roll it roll that. Nothing. Nothing. Oh. Did you not have a vacuum? Anything. Nope. No vacuum yet. Oh. <laughs> it's on my list that of things. That needs to, to be done. You got like a month or so, yep. but. Welcome to eventually. getting into a new apartment. I fortunately I like a brought a vacuum, thing, you know, or like a, a Swiffer, but. Um, yeah. No, we got to get is I got one of the. I, I went little up there but it was one of like the little dysons the handheld dysons i was thinking they're, about one of those pricey, too because they're, really they're nice. pricey but they're they're awesome yeah uh, I, my parents have a handheld um vacuum that i convinced them to get and that was awesome so i want something similar but i'm kind of spend it out right now yeah so i'm just gonna Probably wait for until next week's couple paycheck paychecks. yeah yep yep um so i that's what i spent my day doing that was yeah, today I was like cleaning and and then combing a a, a, a rug, a what blanket. A, what a today. great what a great weekend activity! Just combing your your rug. New yeah. apartment life, you know. Yeah. So now I don't know, and I never want to wash the thing again because I don't know if it'll yeah, ruin it. I find that <laughs> happened to blankets that I've had as well, and it's awful. It's like now not even our most used blanket. Now it's our secondary blanket. It's our. Sub I don't know blanket. if it was just the quality of the blanket, or because I mixed the towels with the blanket. Yeah, so it got all effed up. Yeah, Who knows? I don't know. Now you know. I still have another bath towel to do do as well. Yeah. Although <laughs> those blankets packs. are totally worth it. Honestly, I've got really one. nice those blankets, really soft yeah. ones. Yeah, I think I use it more than like 
honestly, I'll just wrap myself up in that thing and not even like use my bed sheets. I'll sleep on top of my bed and oh, wrap yeah. myself in one of those super soft There's, blankets. That's so nice. Yeah. It is. I, uh, Especially I, in the wintertime when it's freezing. Yesterday, yesterday I also went shopping and I got these pillows for my couch. And it's super like one of those pillow, looks super, like. super oh. soft pillows. Looks like it needs like, a, you can just sit on this and it's the best thing ever. You know you're an adult like, when oh. you get excited about pillows. Oh, oh dude, yeah, right? I've, I'm getting so old in the sense that like that I'll buy. I like furniture now. <laughs> like right now, I'm looking for furniture. Like yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm like okay, I need to find the just the right bookcase. Yeah, you know? like, it's gotta <laughs> be. Yeah, it's gotta yeah. be match the aesthetic. It can't. It can't be out of place. It's got a purpose. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> and I, I was going like I got my dresser because it was just super basic, hidden away at Target, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of a mistake, I think. It, it's not the best build quality, but it does the job, and it was pretty cheap. But a bookshelf is going to be more on display, and it's going to be, you know, it's I need it to be the right size for the things I want to put on it. And I, it, I'm, I'm to the point now where I'm driving around, and I'll see a store and be like, oh, I bet they have good bookcases. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, you are. Like, there's like it's a so, world so market, adulting, and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh, I wonder I what kind of world market. Do you have an bookcase. Ikea? Yeah. There is an Ikea, so I could go there. Ikea would be the best place, I think, for cheap stuff. It could be. I, I got this. I have my like entertainment center, yeah, uh, which is like has like a floating TV stand on it, and I got that at Best Buy actually for a really good price. Oh, that's not bad. I was really surprised at how good it is. I really like it. Um, so it's, I'm just going everywhere looking for furniture yeah, now. But it gets to the yeah. point where I'll buy a piece of furniture and go. You know what? Not doing anything yep. else for the week. <laughs> Next, you're going to Pottery Barn. Party barn. Gotta get some plant. Oh. Get some plants. Oh, I'm thinking, I, every time I walk by yeah. the plants at Target, I'm like, oh, I should get a yeah. Plant. <laughs> I need I need plants in my apartment, but now I'm so close to potentially moving to a new apartment that yeah. it's like might as well just wait at this point. Yeah. I don't want real plants though. Do you want real plants? I could do both. I think starting with I think real plants could be really nice as long as they are low maintenance. But I don't know. A lot of the real plants like are better. Like I like the design of them more. They look cooler. I've seen a lot of good-looking fake plants. The fake recently. plants. I don't know. I haven't found a good fake plant that just speaks to me. You know, I want something. You, you know, my favorite, feeling. my favorite fake plant so far is this little thing that I'm pointing to on my uh, entertainment is center. It's like made out of like Legos. It's a little bonsai tree made out of Legos. Like, hey, wow. Honestly, Dude, I want a real a bonsai tree. I want a real one. And I had. They have green leaves, and you can also switch them out to. Uh, Purp or pink leaves for like cherry blossoms. Wow, that's pretty cool. If I wanted to, it's so, like, so what, cool. And whatever. you can like you can like turn the arms and all the leaves and everything if you wanted to. Yeah, every so April. That's the that's the best thing. Every April, you just swap the leaves out. You're like, all right, springtime, mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. Or just get another set and then re- just replace the total set itself. Then you have two. Yeah, no. I also um, one more story about my new apartment um, and another reason why I'm spending out. Uh, that is because I uh, I was talking to you guys yesterday about TVs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you get one? And I, I ended up just getting a new TV. Like you did <laughs> I, get a new TV. I've been thinking about it for a long time, and I I was I was standing in Best Buy for a while, just looking at looking at TVs, and you know what? I, you know what? I think it's time TV upgrade. Well, what'd you get? What'd so you that get? one's my new TV, and uh, it's a fifty-five inch. 
the same one you have, Colton, actually. Yeah, the LG? The, the C1, the C1, the C1 oh, LG. man, you got to love that I thing. was debating between it and the Vizio one. Nah. There's a Vizio OLED as well. And, uh, and all the comparisons, they're almost identical, but there was a couple things about the LG that I liked more. And it wasn't too much more expensive, so I just went with that. I'll yeah. tell you was what. It like a bezel? The same bezel. I mean, they're almost identical. They're super similar, like really? as far as thickness and everything, too. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. When I went to Best Buy and I talked to the guy and I was like, hey, I want an OLED TV. And we were talking about it. He was giving us all the specs. He said he hated Vizios. He's like, hmm. don't ever get a Vizio. Apparently, quality control on them is bad. I don't have I, any I research on that. this. But he said, Vizios are trash. Every Vizio TV is trash. Blah, 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 blah. Get the LG. You'll, you'll like it. So I think you'll like it, Sean. I think that was the right choice. I, I, I already do like it. I, it's but I'll amazing. Tell you, it's so good. I'm going to tell you the story, though, when I, of, of, of getting it. Because one of the things I've learned about living in an apartment alone is uh, you're alone. You there's are. a lot of things that are easier to do if you have more than oh, one person. Like bring a TV yeah. into your apartment. One of which is bringing a TV <laughs> yeah. home and, and not... putting it on a floating TV stand. Yeah, yep. I was the most nervous I've ever been in a long time <laughs> putting this TV on my stand. First, I have to get it in. Okay, save it from the beginning. I buy this TV, you know, right? I drive a very small two-door Jeep. All right. Old, old oh, Wrangler. and it won't fit. Two-door Jeep Wrangler. Does that fit? And <laughs> I had, no. in my head, I thought... I got this. No problem. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I, I had meant to bring like a measuring tape and do it, but I, <laughs> I like, forgot nah, that. It'll, it'll like, it's a Jeep. I, have a T, uh, I had a 48-inch TLC TV. That that can fit, no problem. Uh, in my head, I was visualizing the space. I'm like, yeah, it yeah. fits. Well, to be fair, the box. We wheel it out to the, the, the what? The box is way th- like bigger, too. So the yeah. box yep. gives you yeah, like an is. extra 10 inches. So when That's, I got my new TV, right. a small aside... <laughs> It was like ten inches bigger than I thought it was gonna be. It was, w- and you drive a hatchback big. too, right? Yeah. Well, you have a you got a bigger TV. I got so a bigger there's TV. There's no way your TV would have fit in my Jeep. Absolutely well, no well, way. my TV didn't fit even in my own car, and I had a hatchback. <laughs> so like, I got to Best. Sorry, I'll quick tangent. I went and yeah. bought my TV from Best Buy. I went to bring it home. Maybe you have a similar outcome to this, but they're just like, yeah, we can't fit it in there. So I bought this TV, and I couldn't bring it home that day, and I was so mad. I was so so I, mad. See, I bought the TV, and I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it'll fit. Wheel it out, bring the thing up, and <laughs> the guy was like, was like, you know, if you want to do it, it's up to you. And we were like moving it in, and I can let the back seat down, the front seat forward, and yeah. like get it in. So Angle it was it most of the way in, but it was still sticking out of the back by like 10 inches. Oh. And and my, and my I was like thinking, that, like, okay, so... What are delivery options? Like, you know, what what am I looking at here? And he's like, ah, you know, it'd probably be, you know, at least a couple days. And I'm like, like no, that's not worth I it. I really want this I to know. put it, this in tonight. When you're that close. Yeah. Did you yeah. put the front and, seat down too? Like the passenger yeah, side seat? Yeah, front seat down. And, and so then I realized, oh, you know what? Well, let's just try. So let's try a little bit longer. So eventually we got, we got it in, but at an angle. And you have to i had to put the front seat forward to get mm-hmm. it all the way in and then you lift up one end and put the front seat back and it's resting on the front seat so this thing barely fit in my in my car um i'm gonna see if i can send yeah show you this picture here 
It's me. <laughs> yep. Like, it's just barely it's like in your there. passenger. I mean, at least and, it was in there. It, yeah, I got God. it in, and I, I'm like, I didn't live too far from the, from the Best Buy. I'm like, you know, uh, less than two miles down the road. Right. Easy. It's almost a straight line, like two turns. I'm like, I'm driving like really slow. Yep. <laughs> like, no bumps. I get there, get to my parking garage. Then I got to get it to my room. Okay? Yeah, you're like, shoot. Now I can carry a TV, right? Right. This it didn't weigh much, but this is a big, bulky box, and so I had to like do three or so trips mm-hmm. where I would just like pick it up and walk, you know, yeah, hundred hundred fifty feet, and then put it down for a bit, and then like walk again, and eventually I get it in my room. All right, so we're in good, but then I have to get this thing on my TV stand. Precision. This <laughs> That's one of the most yeah. Do you have like one hand nerve-wracking things? I, dude, I, I'm like, I'm like, nervous recount uh, thinking about this because I wasn't anticipating how thin this OLED. Oh is. yeah, it's it's thinner than your cell phone. That thing. What? Uh, like it half is. as thin as the cell phone. Yeah, it's, it's way so thinner than incredibly your cell phone. thin. The TV is. Yeah, that's nuts. Like the, the the top portion. There's like the bottom portion of it where it like kind of extends, and that's where the speakers and everything yep. are and yep. the power. The, yeah. But the top half of the TV is paper thin. It's weird. It's unreal how thin it and, is. And and when I saw that, I thought, oh, oh no, <laughs> like, like I have a problem. That shit now. will that will bend. Like you can bend it, and it will like bend the TV will That's itself. Nice. So I'm like, how do I get purchase on this by myself? Because like I have a full wingspan here and I'm six feet tall. So I have a, you know, about a six foot wingspan here. Mm -hmm. It's not an easy thing to lift in the sense that like, sure, I can lift it, but I have no precision. You got a precision. I can't see what's going on. Idea. You really need two people on either side and you hang a hook. No problem. Oh my God. I, I, for, for a while I was, I was debating like, do I think I can do this by myself? Like, do <laughs> yeah. I, should I get somebody over here to help me do this? But I, I you, you know, I, I was like, you know what? I think I probably can. And I spent a while like figuring out how to do it. And I like, I reached out, I grabbed it. I balanced it on one knee. Right. So then I <laughs> oh, got yeah, yeah. a little higher, sketch. but, and you really have to be careful about holding this from the bottom because the top will snap in half yeah. you know, if you put any weight on it. Yeah. If you like, so I had to hold it from the the bottom, and it's it it just felt so like delicate, you know, where I, yeah. I didn't want to grab it from anywhere other than like the, the absolute bottom spot with thickness. Yeah. Well, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if it's that so, thin. oh my god, it would. I'll send you a picture of how thin it is, but it's. Oh my god, I was so nervous. Like I, I rest on the TVs. I got it up onto the entertainment center. And just resting, and I'm like, oh my god, like what? Do I do I stop? Do, I, do, I, do, do I keep like, going? <laughs> that's funny. And then and then because so how my TV stand work? If if no one's ever hung like a TV on like a TV stand, you have two bars in the back usually, and then that you have to rest onto a horizontal bar that then kind of like hooks on, and then it then then is resting against it. So mm-hmm. you can't see the back of this thing when I'm holding it. So I have to go up and like try and hit the hook at the right spot, and then I, the first time I missed, like I was like, "Is it on?" Like <laughs> and I don't like know. Fell, and then you're it, like, sure. yep. Well, I was like really, like really slowly. I didn't ever let go of this thing, and even when I actually got it on, I felt it was on. I was like, 
I had like a hand underneath <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, and like sure it small. for safety. Oh my god, it was so stressful. Yeah. But then, but then I finally got it in, plugged in, hooked up, and now I'm happy. Now it's great. Good. And actually, last night when I did that, I sat down and watched like watched like a movie or something, and, and it nice. was the it was first time beautiful. like you know what. And my apartment is complete now. Yep. You know, I felt like and you I get felt your couch good too, right? Because remember the last yeah, time I was on my couch, I was watching this. the thing. And You're like, oh, so now you can cast like all your shows to it. You, yep. you, like you, yeah, you can was... cast stuff to it now. That's great. I did realize I, I really don't like the OS though. The the oh, local really? smart TV it's, OS. It's not as good as uh, the TCL. TCL's got a good OS, I think. Yeah, the TCL is just the Roku. It, it's the Roku. So I think uh, yeah. I think the Chromecast is the best because it's just. All right, boom, cast it. Don't have to worry about anything on the TV. It's all done from your phone, right? Right. But, I mean, that's what we had. So, you know, you guys are talking about TV shopping. I haven't shopped for a TV since sophomore year of college when we got our yep, TV. that was the last time I did it, too. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Because we, Wait, we got we that have... big 55-inch 1080, and we're like, okay, we need, like, the cheapest but also quality TV we can find, right? Yeah. yeah. And I don't even have, yeah, I think I, you know. I don't know where that one is now. I think I uh, gave it <laughs> gave it to my mom or something because she needed a TV. Yeah. Spoil, spoil, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I don't even it's, have a TV I'm, anymore. I needed to order. I, I actually ordered last night the the Roku uh, Ultra. Oh, like the so stick it's thing? like a little little set top thing. It was either that or Nvidia Shield, you know? Because I'm. Oh But yeah. I really like I really liked Roku's. Uh, what do you call it? UI. UI. I yeah. really like how it looked and, and, and felt. So I just ordered one of those and then plugged that in and then that'll just be like the default input. So yeah. It's up. And now yeah. I love, I gotta say about TVs nowadays, I love how connected everything is. Mm-hmm. Like I can just press the button on the Roku remote and then it and starts then up the TV and yeah. it, everything works. It like switches the input I don't need too. to carry around seven remotes with me. Yeah. Or you don't have to fuck around with a universal remote where you have to like can't yeah, get it all just, connected and it everything. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like how the remote is like a Wiimote, Sean? How you can like click things? Are you not into that? Yeah. I like kind it. Kind of. I think it's I mean, cool. It's, it, it's helpful in some situations and then but I don't like how how it just stays on the TV for a little bit, you know? Stays on the like TV. I wish I knew how to get oh, rid of it just immediately. Mm-hmm. It's only like yeah five seconds that'll go away. Yeah, it's not long, but it's one of those things, you know. But if you remove the remote, it'll like pull it up and yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. And and there's some apps I use that I just I didn't like how it how you navigated on them. I see. So I that's why I wanted to get the Roku Ultra so it it lets me navigate in the way that I like to. So yeah. like, I there's get- no way to fast forward. Uh, on the on the on the LG remote, can you just? There's press, no like dedicated fast forward button. Can you just press the right button? Press the yeah. right but, directional but button. In some apps, though, that doesn't fast forward. That just like in YouTube, for example, that just like moves one. What if you hold it down? Second second skip. Yeah, yeah. If you hold it down, though, it's just I don't know. It, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where like. You know, Urquiltro is not that much in comparison to the cost of the yeah, TV. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's fine, easy. It's you know? easy to get. Well, that was a good. And I block most of the features anyway on on this oh, LG. Yeah. Uh, because of how I block network traffic in my house, so mm-hmm. IT. You know, it's, goodness. it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, that was a that was a good story, but I think it would have been way better if it crashed down. Like you got it all set up, <laughs> and then all of a sudden it just plastered wow, down. Wow, <laughs> That would have ruined my investment. That would have been yep. hilarious. I gotta say, 
I'm I'm happy though with the purchase because I now <laughs> although it's it's got a it's got a con. So now everything looks so good, right? Like the TV before I I I got this TV. Yeah. The TV was the limiting factor in the quality of the things that I watched. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So sure. I had a 4K TV, but it, you know, something the blacks didn't look great, you know, and it didn't it was it was not cheap. It was cheap TLC. Right. Now, the content is the limiting factor in what I watch. So I'll watch things and I'll, and it's so clear that I'll go that doesn't look right. Right, yeah, you know, like, that's just a, and effects. I can't do better. It's just the and anything in 1080p yeah. looks like, you know, it's peasant. You know, you you can't like can't watch anything yeah. in 1080p. It has to be in 4K yeah. Ultra HD. Dude, I'm I really that. excited because tonight I'm gonna watch Dune. Oh, that should be quality. really good. That yeah. should be really beautiful. With my surround sounds, everything. Oh, right. I'm really because on, on my old TV I tried watching the Dune and I'm like, you know what, this doesn't. Doesn't I'm not do getting justice. the same feeling, yeah. you know, but I turned it on just a little bit uh, uh, last night and I thought, you know what? This I, is I'm it. getting the same movie experience yeah, here. Yeah. So this is good. Do you guys remember the transition from like 480 to actual HD? Because I remember that pretty clearly. I Like when I first got my first HD ha, TV. Funny. <laughs> yeah. Pretty clearly. <laughs> clearly, clearly. Shut, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> that was a that was a perfect opportunity. Like, yeah. It was. <laughs> no, but I remember. What she did. I think I was watching. I think it was NCIS. This was like you know okay. years and years ago, right? And I remember first like turning on HD. This is wasn't even like full HD. This was 720p. 720, yeah. Mm-hmm. From like you know went from even still though that's a big difference. Yeah, because my uh, we'd gotten a. We went from like a like an old you know CRT to uh, uh, to the HD plasma, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and oh my gosh, you're like, wait, this feels like almost too real. Like I can like see like the makeup on people now, and yeah. I can like see, <laughs> yeah, and see their like, eyelashes. Oh, there was a like while when people had to transition and like get better makeup or or effects yeah. that make it look better. Yeah. And like now in 4K, you're like, oh my gosh, like I I find it almost distracting watching anything in 4k i have to watch everything in 1080p or else it's like it's too really? real That's yeah odd. no I, I i need it now sharp because because of now the sharpness of this tv i'll watch something in 1080 and go that doesn't look right yeah that's, that's quality <laughs> you know, that's, just, that's, that's peasantry yeah. but then I'll, I'll get something that's like really made for 4k and i go like oh yeah yeah that yeah. looks oh, good yeah yeah, yep. yeah. It's funny. Is, I, it's really nice to experience. That. I got my new 4K TV, and honestly, most of the stuff we've been watching is in 480p. It's actually quite hard. It's, it's, it's actually quite sad to watch. Watching it's season like three see, of Survivor. Yeah, it's like I see all the pixels, and I'm like, all right, well, this is how it is. Yep. Every single pixel. They're pretty good at upscaling nowadays, but like, it, I have to really remove a lot of features because the problem with new TVs is there's so many of these new little features like, you know, noise suppression and image upscaling and all these things. And really I have to disable most of them, if not all of them, because it'll do stuff to the footage that I don't want to see. Yeah. Or it'll do like a small glitch. And I I notice things like that and it really puts it off. So I have to disable. Makes you a good editor though. I try, but it's, Oh, I should watch some of my videos because I make videos in 4k. You can see. Yeah. Oh, oh gosh! All our, You'd be like, all our... oh, you cringe. <laughs> that, there's a glitch there. <laughs> See how it looks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's so it's it's been fun. It's been fun, kind of 
kind of kind of exploring building out my place yeah, in the you, way that I want it to yeah, you're look pretty much and, all, and feel and be. Yeah, you're pretty much all set now. You're like you're like pretty much almost 100% moved in, yeah. I really don't want to spend any more money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Understandable. Um, Do you have enough pans yeah, though? Did I, you get I, that one pan that you're talking about? It's for the tonkatsu? I, I uh, the the uh, katsudon. Katsudon, yeah, um, thank you. I did. Uh it's not working the exact way I want it. To. It cooks it way better. Mm-hmm. But the dismount is I'm having issues with, so I need to figure out how that works, or maybe season the pan or something. But like sliding your goods um, into the rice bowl. Yeah, like it just sticks usually. Oh, so it defeats oh, the purpose. Um, yeah, maybe seasoning oh, it. You gotta season help. it. Make sure to it's, it's stainless yeah, steel, so. right? I think I need to. Yeah, stainless steel. Yeah, so make sure to what you do is like before, just take um a piece of um paper towel and then pour some oil in there, and then just take the towel quickly. And just coat the pan with like a little thin layer of oil, and that should season it pretty well. And you do that enough times, and it'll just basically be naturally seasoned, like a uh, um, huh. like a cast I guess iron. I was thinking, I was thinking of cooking bacon in it or something, but that's yeah. not a good call. Um, that's a good way to do it with the oil. Yeah, I'll, I'll start doing that because because although you want something unsaturated, I really whereas... want it to 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 do the perfect dismount. It's got the straight up handle. All I would need to do is go whoop, and then it's just all there. But I have yet to do that. Uh, successfully so yeah. we'll get there we'll get there one day i have a yeah oh wow yeah i have a <laughs> i have a fry pan and it works out pretty well too but my that's that's fully non-stick so and i will say yeah. it's pretty satisfying to like do your okiyaki don or whatever it's called and then like you put the egg in there and it solidifies everything and then you just whoop have you been making that recently? i did i actually made it last week and i made it today because i had some leftover chicken and onions so i did it and it was great nice it's such um, a good meal and i make it i've made it a lot it's also recently yeah, it's, is it the not uh, unhealthy which is great it's yeah, not it's like really crazy healthy. yeah it's, it's got like four or five ingredients and i feel like it's weird because since i've been I, I cook for myself now yeah uh i didn't think i would have an issue with that uh but it's nice knowing that i'm you know able to do it mm-hmm. and i've been being very repetitive you know um, yeah for now i actually went shopping yesterday to so get more ingredients and things to make but but I'm, I'm okay with being repetitive because what I'm making tastes good. So mm-hmm. And you optimize. It works. Like I made a, right? I made a, 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 a probably like three days in a row um, oh, really? last week. Yeah. Now, yeah, I eat it a lot. Is that, um, the, I, is that the chicken? It's, and it's the, is like the, the chicken with the, like, the egg? Yeah, like it, chicken it, bowl. It translates to uh, uh, mother, mother and, and, and child because okay. it's chicken and egg uh, and then onion and then... Um, you usually do uh, yellow onion and then uh, green onion to, to, to garnish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's over uh, rice. Yep. And then it, the uh, the onions and chicken cook in a mix of soy sauce, uh, sake, dashi, and um, Aji mirin. Have you been making your own dashi too? Or you just use the... I have the stuff to make it, but I've been using like the, the powder yeah. uh, recently. You know... Because I, I don't want to make it and then not use it. So I'm waiting for a week to like... Yeah. No, what we got to do is like... What I do with mine is I'll um, make it like a big container of it and then Mm -hmm. you can freeze half of it and put the other half in the freezer and it lasts like two months if you just leave it in the the fridge. So don't don't worry about it. So then it's literally just seaweed and if you can get the bonito flake. Oh, I have bonito flakes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have seaweed yet though. I think you can just use bonito flakes. I see. I think the combo adds something. It adds like that umami ness because it's got, Mm. it's really high in the glutamic acid, right? So like basically what, msg is yeah. um 
MSG. And next yeah, weekend I'll it. go to my my MSG. I'll go to the the Asian superstore this time next week. Because before I went to like just the Japanese one. Oh, okay. But it's pretty small. Yeah. But I think next weekend I'll go to like the big one, and that's just like Asian. Asian. Imagine it's gonna be more Chinese, but but we'll see what, how it looks. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of Japanese, how's the uh, Japanese lessons going along, Colton? Yeah, they're going well. Is that my f- first exam today? voice yeah wait i, I want to hear about like how this whole thing started though yeah yeah well i mean because like you've, you've been doing a couple things that i you like tell us you're doing but i just have not heard anything about and i'm really curious well yeah i've been doing it on the side like i started like way back probably like what like a year ago and i was like i'm gonna mm-hmm. do japanese but i was only on duolingo which is a language app for a bunch of different languages it treats learning languages like a mini game so it gives you xp mm-hmm. It gives you double XP if you do really well. You compete on leaderboards. Yeah, it's the one with the bird. Double XP weekend for for French. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. the the bird is so annoying because like if you don't practice one day, he'll be like, "Hey, you didn't practice." I've seen the memes about it. (laughs) It's like, why aren't you practicing? Like practice, or you're gonna lose your like leaderboard spot. And it's like you can get demoted if you don't practice enough because it's like they have leagues. It's like getting ranked in uh, Fortnite or something. So I didn't. It sounds pra- stressful. I know. I was like, I did practice for three, <laughs> three days, and the little bird pops up my notifications, being like, "You're gonna get demoted if you don't." Uh, yeah. <laughs> you lost rank points. On the plus side, <laughs> oh, I mean, no. it's competitive. It makes it competitive, it, right? So it, it makes people who have that it's nature. It's a good. It's a good system. Um, it's. I think they have really, really good Spanish and French, um, language courses for Japanese. Yeah. They're improving it right now. I'm just basically using it because I was doing Duolingo way back. I stopped after I learned a lot of hiragana and katakana because they just started throwing sentences at me with random kanji, and it was like frustrating because I didn't know how to (laughs) how to decipher. Yeah, but now my I'm taking a Japanese course through a community college, and that's been going great. But I also use Duolingo to relearn hiragana and katakana because they have a really good system for learning those letters now. So I do that, and then my Japanese course is like just a Zoom college course. That I'm taking it on, and it's been it's been pretty fun. The guy is Japanese. He can't speak very good English, mm-hmm. which is actually great because he's just got good, good. He's he's able to like you're able to understand better if you say something in English that doesn't translate well, and then you realize oh the structures are this way, so that's why it's hard for him to understand this or well, something yeah, like that. Yeah, because isn't Japanese? It's um, it's subject. It's like verb, subject, object, right? It's it's, it's a totally different structure. It, it is a totally different structure. I don't remember exactly what it was, but you are correct. It's a completely different structure. Um, it's very, it's very intricate. I don't know. It's it's nice because it's it's very intricate and all the rules are laid out. Whereas English, there's so much wiggle room for different word oh, sounds. Yeah. So and much stuff. gray area. But in uh, yeah. Japanese, it's like okay, you say this here, like this letter always sounds like this. You don't get sa doesn't sound like sa or say or any like depending on the word it's in it's all very yeah, very particular no, like, accent marks or i feel like, like that in i feel languages. like english as a language is still evolving whereas japanese's language is pretty much done yeah like there's it's, no it is fully changes. set yeah i remember my english teacher back in high school he said that english beat up other languages in the back alley for spare syllables i thought it was the best example <laughs> of what english it is because it is i mean it's a germanic based yeah, language it's an right? amalgamation mm-hmm. of a lot of different things yeah and it pulls like you know you got the french and like the latin base but then you'll like pull like french. random uh like slavic based language you know language influence and it's just so much stuff all compared to one right 
Um, it's really yeah. interesting. Um, although yeah, I do find I, I would hate to learn English as a foreigner. Oh, it absolutely, must suck. it's terrible. It would stink. I would think. Yeah. And and after like learning that, I'm so much more like I remember when I was younger. I'm like, oh, someone can't speak English, right? I'm like, okay, this is, you know, it's something that, like I need to know how to speak English, right? And then my whole perspective shift for the better, yeah. right? Which is that actually language is a pain, English. Yeah, pain to learn. Anyone yeah. like you know, even attempting English, like good, good for you because like yeah, yeah. So right, oh, yeah. I never fault anybody for like uh, speaking bad English. I I I usually don't necessarily like when if someone's consistently like if someone's always trying to improve and be better. I'm like, all right, this is good. But sometimes um, it's like. English is hard to learn. If you're, if, if if I if I can get the gist of what you're trying to say, then you know we're fine. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. I mean that's the whole point of language. Although I I do remember. So I like I never really learned like Japanese, right? But I liked. I always find languages like the structure of languages really fascinating. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's what um, in uh, English, Japanese are like some of the most distant languages from each other, right? Yeah, <laughs> way there's a, like a scaling system. I think it's called like it's like A one to A five, and um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I may just be talking my ass here. Is this proficiency <laughs> so in we, Japanese? We're like you can do that. Yeah, so like English, like an A one language to English would be like Dutch. Um, oh, something that's, okay. It's kind of similar, but then A five, and that's Japanese. It's like it's the just, furthest you can mm. fold because it's like yeah, totally different structure, and um, it's also a syllabic language, meaning that um, instead of using like alphabet, right, it's like different syllables. And what's cool yeah, is yeah. it's phonetic. Sounds. So Basically, like hiragana, it's always, yeah. Well, yeah, as you know, hiragana, you can like write it out and you can say it. You don't have to worry about all like that bullshit. I really you're like about. that actually. It's really nice. Sucks because you can just read. Once you learn the alphabet, yeah. you can just you just know how to read. Except for kanji, yeah. then whatever. But yeah, it's nice <laughs> having that mess. But it's weird because um, for the longest time I didn't know. You know how Japanese people will be like they'll put you at the end of everything. Like oh mm-hmm. I yeah. I work in, or I like a I'm an engineer or if you're have an orange they're like I have an orangey, but that's because <laughs> all of their syllables have like a vowel at the end of it, so you can't mm-hmm. get away with that. If you were to say engineer, they don't end with R. You'd have to say engineer a engineer e engineeru or engineero. Oh, interesting. And based on their too. writing system, because you can spell words with their alphabet. But since they all have a vowel attached to the end of it, you can't just yeah. end on an R. You have to put a vowel on the end of it. So that's why they always have like that extra like letter on the end of their words. Interesting. English words, at least. I didn't know that. Or yeah. like, uh, uh, but it's actually the S-U, right? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you leave off the U or like, yeah. Or sometimes it's like uh, des, like you say des after everything. And Which is actually yep. just D-S-U in Romanji, right? Yeah, yep. So it's been that fun. Really I mean, it's it, the other weird thing that I'll leave off on is it's so weird when uh, there's like a question and they ask you a certain question, but you have to reply. And depending on the context of the question, like what time is it? What's your occupation? Or what age are you? Is There's like a, uh, there's a syllable after the thing that you say that's different for every different situation. So well, isn't, it, isn't it ka, right? Ka is ka, the, well, like, the question mark. Question, in... well, ka is the question maker for a sentence. But yeah. if you're just like... Keska? Yeah, if you're, if you're saying, what's my occupation? I'll say, oh, I'm a um, 
I'm a engineer, I'll say engineer or something like that. But if they say, hey, what's your age? I have to say the number and then add psi to it. So I have to say, I am like nanasai des. Psi means I'm replying to the age part of the question. But if yeah. I say time, psi is replaced with something else, like nanasai. That's that's now the what what is that? It's the thing that goes on the end of a word. There's a word for that. A suffix. Suffix. Past participle or Past, something. Yeah. Like that. It's different for all these different things, which is really confusing because I'm just trying to tell them what time it is and I have to put this end participle yeah, or huh. whatever at the end of it. And I really yeah, it's so confusing. And then num I'm... num sorry, one more thing, because this is the most You're annoying good. thing. Numbers change depending on the context. So seven oh, is different depending yeah. on if you're saying what time it is or what age you are. It's nana if your age, but if you're telling them time, it's like shichiji. It's it's completely that's different, and I don't know why it exists. Yeah, that's I remember dumb. that. I gotta say, that's I remember a reading about that when we, you know, before we first visited Japan, is that when you're telling someone the time or like mm -hmm. using numbers, use different signals, right? For instance, like you know, count one, two, three, four, five, right? Yeah. Um, and you count that up on your hand, but that's when you're counting to yourself. But if you're counting for like trying to tell someone else, it's actually yeah. a different set it's, of hand signals. Like you do something like, I think it's like this where you put your, the palm and then you do that. Um, mm -hmm. and so that, then, that was really fascinating too. So thinking back then to our trip, mm -hmm. do, were we saying things right sometimes? Like if someone would ask us how, like how many people are going to be eating and we say San for three, Probably that, not, but probably it's not. You probably are. You're probably supposed to say like "sandes" or something like that, like the ending. Oh, uh, that's probably now. Why. If we say "san," yeah. they know that that means three. So yeah, especially when you hold it three fingers. But "des" usually, I think "des" is meant to be like ownership. That's Keiko, right? Yeah, "san" get well. "San" gives you ownership, so it's not necessarily. Okay. We wouldn't say "san des" because that means I'm three. Like oh. we don't. I don't know exactly if you would just say "san." Probably, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, also, are you learning like Kago or are you learning non Kago too? <laughs> no, it's it's like very formal. basic. It's like um, right now we're learning the simplest form of replies and questions. So there's a lot of ways to be proper when you reply to someone. But right now, there's a lot of not loopholes, just shortcuts where if context mm -hmm. is inferred between the conversation, just like say, Mike, like how old are you today? You can just say I'm 24 or whatever or 25. Um yeah where you know using complete sentences makes that a little bit more challenging or using proper huh. like i am i don't know if you try to be proper it throws everything for a loop yeah. my age is xyz right you yes. explicitly yeah. put it out versus learning the you know inferring yeah. context yeah yeah so yeah stuff like How, that what's the balance between like speaking and writing and english versus japanese the balance like like do you, you you obviously don't speak in Japanese the whole time? Um, oh yeah, this guy, the guy when we learn at least, he's pretty much speaking in English a lot of the time. Um, as the class goes on, he'll just start. He he's trying to teach us sentence structure. So there's topic maker characters. Like whenever you say you say wa, usually it means you introduce the name wa, you know, engineeru, and that means the name. Whoever that that person's name, it's they're an engineer. Okay, so that wa is like the topic maker. Or they are an engineer, so it's like figuring out what characters mean certain things in sentences or in this in the uh -huh. 
situation. And it's not necessarily a lot of vocabulary. It's just knowing like, okay, this symbol combines two nouns. This symbol introduces a verb and a noun. This symbol introduces two things and combines them. Kind of more like stuff like that, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Because he's not really focused. Like when we took our exam, he kind of put the the romanji over the hiragana, which is the mm-hmm. romanticized syllables of the different hiragana letters. And it was mostly just picking out, okay, so that's that word. He's using it in this context. This word is a verb. So, okay, that's what he's saying. Instead of actually being able to decipher that 100%. Okay. If that makes sense. Interesting. And then I are you learning like speaking and writing 50 50 or is how much has that balanced? it's it's pretty it's pretty balanced because we we learn speaking first but in he he has us write things throughout the class as well i would say most of the yeah. stuff we learn is all uh speaking spoke and written cool. so it's yeah, been I mean, fun and you have... i mean it's very easily applied i think when we go there i just need to learn more so i can actually apply yeah. more things and you have yeah. like hiragana and katakana memorized mm-hmm. right yeah i'm getting there at least i don't have it fully memorized but i i have comprehension to a small degree i wouldn't be able to speak very much you know or definitely not write. but like the comprehension i have only comes from uh anime of course yeah yep. i i have I'm a book a to learn but i haven't really taken classes or anything but like I I definitely have to the point, and I know anime, of course, is like a more formal version of speak, formal way of speaking, and not at all like real conversation. Mm-hmm. But there are definitely phrases that I just understand now. Like I don't need to look at the TV to to know what's being said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in, in certain situations, uh, and I can't repeat them because obviously I don't know the the, la- the names. But the comprehension is there to the point where, like, I can just look away, you know, and do something, and I'll still know what's being said. Mm-hmm. Even in like a new episode of, of, of whatever, or a new movie. That's really nice, yeah. I'm like that way with Spanish. I took years of Spanish <laughs> back in high school, and like I can not really speak it, and listening to it can be hard because people can talk really fast, right? But reading it, I can read it almost fluently. We're all like, oh, I can just read through this Spanish. You know, I think, um, are you that way with French? I know you took French classes back in high school. Not at all. I mean, yeah, how many years I'm... of Spanish did you take? I took four years of Spanish, but okay. I can, I can I read it. I took four years of French. Yeah. But I felt like for French is weird. Me, though. For me, the the French is weird. <laughs> but for me, the the writing is, is is one thing, you know, but I I think I'm always better with comprehension, just listening because mm-hmm. um, I can understand um, bits and pieces of French still, mm-hmm. but I can't reading really it, you can't read it. Uh, reading's all right. As long as I can pronounce the word, I can kind of figure out what it's saying. Um, but I feel as the time has gone on, I've just kind of lost that. Yeah, that's funny because <laughs> yeah. I feel like, I mean, that's a different way of thinking, right? Again, because like I, listening to it, I'm like, okay, there's too many dialects and stuff like that. But if I'm reading it, okay, it's the same structure all the time. Mm. I can just look at it. And I, I mean, obviously there's some differences, right? Like something like Catalan where it's got like the X in there and you're like, okay, yeah. this is out of my, um, you know, but like the Spanish. That's learned, actually right? where some of my friends are from uh, that I met. So that's if we ever go to... Spain, that's where I'd be. That's where we'd be. Catalonia, to. yeah, yeah, that's cool. So yeah, that's that's really awesome. I mean, and they know exactly what I'm talking about, right? With the, you know, the the X and the uh, different yeah. things. And I remember uh, reading like they have very different. You know, it's 
it's sometimes pronounced the same, but it has this different spelling. Whereas like with, um, you know, I learned, I think it was, uh, like, um, Mexican Spanish. And so mm-hmm. just like reading through that, like I can, I can look, look at a Spanish document. Like, okay, I can read this. Like I remember, um, in class when like, I think a sophomore year, just like I had to read up a Spanish news article. I'm just like, oh yeah, I can just read this and understand exactly what's going on. <laughs> That's but, impressive still though. Mm-hmm. I don't right. And I haven't really used it too much. Like sometimes I'll pick up someone like, oh, I know this, what this person's saying, right? But hmm. most of the time I'm like, you know, it's out of it. But I, I just find it really fascinating that our, what our brains focus on in that yeah. and like still yeah. remember. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, which is what I'm able to learn is I, I've always wanted like, you know, you know, when you have your parents and they're like, uh, you know, I, you know, they just don't either for, for us, it's, it'd be technology, you know, mm-hmm. um, not picking or our grandparents just not picking up technology and things like that. And you're like, well, why not? You just have to learn it. Mm-hmm. And I think as, as I've gotten older, I've started to kind of understand that more, but at the same time, I always want to be someone that is still able yeah, to learn that new things. It. Yeah. So I kind of have to work at that every so often and be like, you know what? I actually need to sit down and learn this thing. But that's mm-hmm. a good mindset. Or, or figure it out. Because there's plenty I, yeah, of people I, who don't. It's a good don't... mindset, but like it's, but I've started to understand that it gets harder to learn as oh, yeah. you go Yeah, I mean, Absolutely. just busier. I mean, I used to have so much free Busy's time. Busy is one thing for sure. But I mean, like just the amount of information you already have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you have to then take in something new and you're like, oh, Especially I don't like, know about that. I don't know in my learning. field, right? there's so many nuances and you're like, okay, mm-hmm. now I have to get IT. into the, all the nuances and learning all that stuff. And you're like, yeah. Oh my gosh, I, I know the, I know the structure of it. I know the, like I always try to take the, was it first principles or like physics approach, right? Where you know the, you know, the fundamentals and you know, like what, you know, what, uh, the, the yeah. base structure is, but you have to reason out from there. And there's plenty of little nuances with especially all the different softwares we work with. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. IT would be nuts. I think to stay up to date with it's <laughs> it's so changing. That's just it the is. time. It would be yeah. so if you like hard learning to change daily. You know. Yeah, it's, it's good. I mean, it. But but the thing I with IT is like, luckily, is that there's general principles like like Micah was talking about. Mm-hmm. Yep, fundamentals that, that stick with you. Like there's general design principles and there's general UI principles and there's general uh, principles for 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 any, anything that you can think of nowadays. Uh, regarding technology, which is why you can come into a situation not knowing anything about a piece of software. Someone says, hey, how do you do this? I'm like, well, I've never used this thing before, but but I'll give it a shot mm, because yeah. I've, I have I know enough where I know the principles and the principles will let you interact with something in a semi-familiar way, hmm. luckily. Yeah. Huh. No, it is, it is really fascinating that. I feel like our generation is more equipped for that too because... That's We're true. so yeah. used to that. I know working with uh, older generations here, it's like anything technology-based, it's like, all right, yeah. I need to work with them uh, step-by-step, re- you know, walk them through it, yeah. which is, you know, implicit. But I think you're on the right track, though, with that, Sean, is that you are still in the mentality because there's plenty of people who, who go out of the mentality of, yeah. I, don't, I don't care about learning anymore. As long as you stay in that learning mentality, I think you're golden. Yeah. It's like, all right, I want to keep growing. I do feel like that you're right, though, where... I know when I was younger, it's like, okay, I'm just learning everything. And it just, learning is like, it comes way easier. Yeah. Whereas now it's like, okay, I have to actually focus on learning something versus just, you know, basically being like inhaling 
you know, new information, new knowledge after I actually start focusing on it. Yeah, I don't know if that's yeah. just how our brains are now that we're, you know, hitting that point, you know, we're all kind of hit in that area, right. Where our brains are, it's like what 20 around 25, right. Is when you're, is like kind of like the end of your development cycle. I'm I always developing. So. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Some people believe, but, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I often wonder what, what's the thing when we're older, you know, when we're like in our 40s, 50s. Oh, yeah. What's the right? thing that's going to be hard for us to grasp? Because it seems to mm. be generational. There's always something that the older generation can't grasp. I feel like I'm so accepting. That, I would the be new so generation open. also doesn't grasp from the old generation too, right? There's yeah, plenty of true. stuff that... But what is, is it going to be like the metaverse? But yeah. I love the metaverse. I'll, I'll go in the metaverse. I feel like that's actually one thing is that our brains aren't going to be equipped for true VR. Like I feel like people, really? once they grow up with... Like oh, mine is. Deep, Mine's okay. going to no be ready. Problem. Okay. I will plug <laughs> in. Yeah. <laughs> <We> <laughs> Just point me in the right direction. I'm there. But imagine people who grew up in that environment from... Yeah, they'll get it birth, a right? lot Or from you know, five years old that they'll be already like engrossed in it. And I bet their, their mind will be different and experience it differently. How about. We are. Yeah. Just like, I know when I hop in VR, I still have this, the disassociation where I'm like, okay, I, I know I'm still like some people go in there. Actually, honestly, I've given, you know, had older people hop in there, right? Parents and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. To my, yeah. I, I had my gra- grandmother hop in and try out the VR experience. And she's like, yeah. Oh my gosh, like, this is like so real, even though it's you know, even though it's, it's obviously not, not real. To the high, it's not. I am, but I'm like, okay, I have this disassociation with it, right? But I wonder if later generations, they hop in there, um, and their mind, it it just becomes like second nature. I feel like, um, actually, I think a better example of that, at least personally, like how is we use the phone or something. When I yeah, text someone, texting. it's like I don't have that. Like you know, you're supposed to be like a, a conversation with someone, right? But for me, nothing beats. Just an actual here, conversation, yeah. In person. Well, yeah, yeah I definitely agree with that. Yeah. You know, but I bet there's some people out there, and heck, I've met people who where texting is like second nature. It's their it's preferred. Like, it's yeah. just like having a conversation with someone. I see what you're and saying. And they get the same, I don't know, mental. Uh, yeah. Same reward from it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So, there's 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 certain aspects of like VR, like having like imagine doing your job through VR. That would be a little weird to me, and that's something I wouldn't see not being i could see that see, being that'd possible. Be cool i don't i don't think that's going to be possible think, until well i mean i think in 30 possible, years yes but like i don't think will. the dexterity you have is with your fingers is going to be matched until we can do sword art-esque insert ourselves I, into the world i dive. think i think you'd be yeah. able to wear gloves and i think you could go into a chat room and oh, have a meeting with other people it. it'd be tactile i think you could do it in 30 years that I to think us still would be some, weird, but uh, thirty years, I can see it. Yeah. Right now, there's still even if you have gloves, like they have gloves, you know. But sure, it's, still it's, a delay. it's a ways off from being to that you know, usable. I mean, thirty scale. years, I could see gloves being that good. I, I think wanna... no, I think actually even now, I know I don't know if you've ever seen this before. Um, I actually, right now I actually work with a, a doctor's office who does something kind of similar, but mm-hmm. um, the, what they can do now is they have like the gloves and surgeons have the, the surgical robots and it'll actually yeah. be yeah. smaller, right? So micro movements. And that's actually a benefit because their, um, like their dexterity mm. can't, you know, they can't match that on a human level. They, they right. can have like these tiny little ro- robots that, you know, a movement, the surgeon's movement is minimum. Like, you know, it's like a 10th 
on the in the real scale, right? Right. Oh, yeah. Just yeah, moved like a tiny bit, back. but um, and it's just it's ex- extremely cool. I mean, I I think that's that's the future. Is, is well, there's a know? um, I there's a retail say- company, like a real estate company, uh, right now that their whole business is virtual, like their whole campus is is a virtual world. Um, it's wild. And they only have one building because as a company that big, you need to have a building. So they have yeah, like yeah, one brick building. and mortar building mm-hmm. and that's it. Everything else is done online and it's it's all in like this virtual campus. Like there's buildings and conference rooms and everyone has their avatar that can okay. move around that's, this virtual space. That's kind of what I'm getting that's at. Pretty- so that's already kind of already a thing. And in ten years, it, but it'll they don't, definitely they, be more. They're not okay. always. In, they're not in VR. They're just like at a computer. It's like playing a video game. Oh, really? Uh, first person video game. Yeah, it's like of PlayStation like, Home. Yeah. That's a little strange. It is strange, but like you can do VR. Um, but in, in that, but it's not everyone doesn't always have VR. You can just use it as the two D. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like there'd screen. be a disassociation there, especially like in a corporate environment where it's like, okay, I want to like look at the person I'm talking to to make sure that they're you know talking to me straight right um yeah i'm like yeah i feel yeah. like that almost be a little too too disassociated too un- i don't know i mean it, it seemed like a cool idea and it it definitely had like aspects i mean y- you can see where it becomes useful uh just to be able to to be in the same space and have meeting rooms and stuff yeah it seems a little gimmicky but at the same time they're ahead of the curve and they're saving millions of dollars on retail space. Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah. and this is like a, this is like a, not a global, but like it's a whole, it's a re- real estate agency for the whole U.S. You know, right. they have off, they have offices everywhere or people everywhere and they don't need a meet. They just all virtual. So it's pretty cool. I mean, that's we'll get there one day, I, I think. I know the company I currently. And this work was pre-COVID, for. by the way. This, oh, really? I learned about this. Oh, yeah, interesting. this is pre-COVID. That's just their so I know model, the, business model. The company I work for, they're like they literally right before COVID, they bought a new space and it has mm. barely been used because yeah. you know they got a bigger office. They were expanding, right? And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, like we need a new office. And then it after COVID hasn't really been used. Everyone's working from remote. Um, or at yeah. least like you know hybrid right where someone's going to the office and use like you know the facilities there um but yeah i don't know we'll see how that expands especially in this new environment where everyone's working from remote. yeah I yeah mean, there's always gonna be need, be need to need to be a need for physical spaces absolutely oh, yeah always but i really think this whole covid thing is going to change the way that people work and i and i hope it does i really do too flexibility is good there's a lot of jobs you don't need to be there in person for yeah and even and if you if we do go vr route you know and if we do go virtual route like this retail or real estate company it 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 has it fills that little bit of a divide where you see that you're not there but it's like oh you're yeah. you're there i can see i can interact with yeah. you and, so, and i think that that'll cancel it out you know socializing is important i think that's the one thing i would be worried about with going all remote even if you're doing flex yeah. schedules where you're going in two days a week if you have 50 percent of the people in the office at once that's like 50 percent less socialization you can kind of do i don't know it's just it it takes away social opportunities but so, at the same time it's more productive yeah it is but i think there's yeah but but people as a whole need to socialize they do. that's kind of yeah. that's like, where i'm i'm an introvert i don't necessarily i don't like partying i don't like 
Uh, I don't need to do a, a lot. I, I'm very comfortable staying in my room for the whole day. Yeah, yeah. Not doing, not going out. But I still need to talk to people. You know, I still yeah. need to interact. And and I definitely have felt that moving into a place on my own where mm-hmm. it's like, oh yeah, there's no I'm one like, here. All right. I'm Ditto. ready to I'm ready to go out and talk to somebody. You know, I, I, think, yeah. I, I yeah. think I told you this right is that all sometimes like I'm working from almost 100 percent mostly just due to high COVID in the area mm-hmm. right now, and it's been like that way for two months. So essentially full remote, and mm-hmm. I still do like in person, and I have to go to you know, job sites to do stuff. Yeah, and that's always nice. But I'll sometimes go to the grocery store like during just the week because I want people. <laughs> yeah, like be around other people. Yeah, um, I'm mm-hmm. I'm fairly midway like ambivert. I guess that is the, the way to say it. Like you know, extroversion introversion. Oh, a new term. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm like I need to go to the grocery store. Not so much just to buy things. I mean, I'll get stuff there, right? I'll like you know, stock <laughs> up. But at the same time, I'm like all right, I want to go there like twice a week just to see other people. I noticed that actually uh, senior year, unfortunately, of college, where at like the library, I could never study mm-hmm. at, at in my like in my dorm or at where mm. I lived. But anytime I went out somewhere, especially like to the library, like, Oh, and I'm around other people. I can study really well. Yeah. Which, I, which is I'm, so funny. I, yeah. I'm out enough, you know, like for me, just being around people is enough. Mm-hmm. Usually. Yeah. I do like to talk to people, but, but just being around people is enough. And, and luckily I go to the, the gym I go to is, is social. Very, you know, it's a social environment mm-hmm. rock climbing it is so being at a gym that does that it's it doesn't feel like a regular gym in the sense that everyone's like in their own world doing their yep. own thing in headphones climbing, on it's you like know. we're all looking at each other you know i'll make comments on what, what someone's doing on a wall or something like that so that kind of fills that quota that i need but it's uh it's it's been different for sure yeah and yeah. definitely noticed that and, and and i think that it goes back to the large thing with covid like if you go full remote, like Colton, you want to go full remote. I do. That's that's a possibility coming up here for a little bit. Yeah, but you're also the most extrovert of, of the three of us. So. I don't know. That's true. See, I was going to follow up. I think you guys are all you right. You also have a girlfriend. So yeah. you have so, someone to be with. So that's, that's you know? something. That's huge. I mean, and the thing is, like, everyone's different, I feel like. So different mm-hmm. people can take different levels of full remote. Some people would love full remote completely, like, they don't want to see anyone. They want to do their own thing. That's what makes them happy. That's great. Giving them the option to do that's great. But still, for someone that's midway, someone who likes socializing every once in a while, I don't know. Like we miss out on some opportunities to make like really close connections at work. And I know a lot of people yeah, out there are like work is like just this thing that you do to live outside. But I really think a good work-life balance includes having a good social environment at work. So yes. sometimes I totally agree with you. It, it, and it can all be alleviated with like when you're at home, maybe you have friends or people are really uh, easily outreaching. They all reach out to you via Teams messaging or video chats. Maybe someone just wants to chat through some things and it makes it feel a lot better. But a lot of instances, companies kind of just shut down. A lot of people shut down and they don't talk to anyone and you're just kind of there alone. And it, it just really it's really subjective to every single person. It's really hard yeah. to make everyone happy. And you don't feel like a team, right? You feel like just an individual yeah, working. Yeah, I feel like I'm, a I'm cog. So I, I don't yep. know how you fix that because I like the opportunity for socializing at work. I'm not someone who like goes out to everyone's desk and tries to like make friends with everyone. But I yeah. do see the importance of that, especially if you're trying to make it, you know, make connections and stuff like that. That's it's funny, really that's, important. That's me. 
Yeah. I um I'm the one who goes to everyone. (laughs) I'm like, hey, I'm meet you, meet you. Let's talk, right? I guess if you wanna So I have I have a I I started a new job, right? So this is prime prime like things I'm going through right now, which is and it's a startup. So there's lots there's there's not a ton of people, but there's about a hundred or so people and hundred, hundred and twenty. And it's a manufacturing facility. So there's office and there's, you know, facility workers and everything or manufacturing workers. And mm-hmm. everything's always changing. Lots of things are happening every day. Every week is different. So I'm coming into that, you know, as as someone and, and me specifically being an IT, I touch probably everything. You know, I, I'm going to go around to every department and I'm going to talk to every person. So I get to know everybody. And it's so interesting kind of like, going through that because it's usually tough for me <laughs> just because I'm of how like introverted slash like I just like I'm pretty like I'm usually a pretty closed book until I actually get to know somebody mm-hmm. yeah um I would say but it's been so interesting like seeing how this company interacts because there's a lot of talkers you know mm-hmm. and honestly it's some of the most open people that I've been around really? in this new job and, and location. Like that's really cool. There's so I there they have this thing where you hire in cycles. So ideally, everyone that's going to be hired in a, in a cycle gets hired on the same day. So you have like a cohort in a way. Yeah, that starts and they go through similar training, and you have to go through safety training, and you have to go through like it's a buddy it's a manufacturing system. facility and, and all these stuff. So. It all it all stacks like that. I was hired in a non-cycle, but with this, it's like a weird in-between cycles. There was f- three other people mm-hmm. that were hired on my date. Yep. We did some introductory stuff, and then that was my first week. And the next week was like the start of the main cycle. So there was more people then. Yeah. And then I joined on that for other stuff. I so see. like safety things like that. So... There was a lot of like, you know, go around the room and say your name and things you're into and everything. Yep. And this was the first time where people would just kind of said whatever mm-hmm. with like no like people asking oh. or no like concern about people judging. They, like, they this, just said, this one dude. They put everything out That's on really the table. Neat. That's cool. There's this That's one good. dude that was just like, I'm just a super nerd, you know, I watch anime, you know, this thing. And I'm like, and like two or three people said that. They're like, and yeah, they're I like, love anime. And they're manufacturer workers, like on the line, you know, like most people that do that job. And did you high five them too? I didn't say I liked anime at all. Like it was, it was one of those things where like, yeah. Oh, I said I was a rock climber. That's the easiest thing to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But like this dude, uh, one guy in particular, I remembered who had, he said he was into anime everything. And in his lunchbox, he had like a light novel or something. So he's like like, actually there. And he said, he, he even said his, like, he's like. Oh, and anime and everything. And someone in the back was like, oh, what's your favorite one? And then he said, like, a very obscure one. Not obscure, but like... <laughs> Something that's which not, not... A non-popular one. He said yeah. ID Invaded, which I've seen... But like it's a it's like, something that not a lot of people like would like. You have to be into anime. Yeah, if you're watching anime. seasonal stuff to be saying. And I was that. like, and two or three people said they liked anime, or they're like, one dude said he was a dungeon master, and I'm like, what's going on right now? Right. What kind <laughs> yeah. of universe am i living in where that's people really just do that cool though that they're so that they're so open accepting i think it's that. i mean awesome. i think that's a I real so shift too. in the yeah. popular culture though because i mean you think about it 
and no I one was, like 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 no one's like oh what you, it's like, like smurf oh, they're like weird. scoff no one scoff they're yeah. like because yeah. no, they'd be like, oh, fucking nerd. <laughs> yeah, honestly, nerd. I was like, well, I was like, I was double taking. Like, what's yep. going on right now? Yeah. <laughs> that's how I yeah, felt. That's, and... Yeah, it, it it's cool. Like getting, it's been fun being in that type of environment. Yeah, you know? and myself as my personality, I have a hard time usually going out and like mm-hmm. being open talking to all these people. But I'm, like, I'm, I'm kind of forced to do that as my role. Yeah, so it's good for me. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's good to know that there's like a lot of people that don't judge as much yeah. or seemingly. It doesn't seem that they do. I don't right. know if they really do, but we'll see. Right. They seem that's to be very experience. non-judgy. That, hey, I mean, that's a good environment to be in, right? If that's if mm-hmm. that's true, that's an excellent environment to be in because yeah. that way you don't have to worry about like you can yeah. be open about that and you're not you're like, you know. And I want to find this back. guy too and be like, because we're in completely different parts of this plant you but know like you're, there's, in, you're in it and you'll be working with him eventually, I'm eventually so. gonna find this guy mm. i mean like i know everyone's name or at least i see everyone's name because you know i i touch yeah. everybody's you see you know, their profile everything but there's like this building that i work in is massive i sent you guys a video of it or uh, a picture of it yeah the entire picture is the building you know it stretches into oh. the distance you know yeah, and like I've sent? I've walked the entire the entire place, and it's it takes forever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, is it like a warehouse and manufacturing combined? Yeah, that looks huge. Yeah, it's it's so one building is logistics and and which is where everyone's currently in, and then another building is is the main manufacturing and shipping and everything else, and they're building offices in that right now, and it's like, I think the the, the whole thing is sixty three acres. The whole you know, plot of land we have. And inside the main building is 1.2 million square feet. Oh God. Of, of space. Of space. Jesus. And, That's a lot. and there's like partitioned walls that have been built, but eventually they're all going to be knocked down and it's just going to be continuous open space again. And like, Oh my God, it's, it's huge. It's so weird to be in a building that big. It's, it's pretty cool. I, I gotta yeah. say, I just realized I can also dox you right now. That's great. <laughs> you can. Well, dot isn't that just oh, when I because yeah, I sent you the thing. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize that, but but I won't. Well, yeah, don't do that. That'd be bad. <laughs> That'd be bad. Nope. Um. Yeah. So I mean, I'm kind of going through that whole like new, new phase. working in environment situation. I don't know how we got onto this topic. I'll be honest. I don't either. <laughs> That's VR. how it is. Yeah. <laughs> Are you doing anything um, new right now, Michael? Or are you just things you're doing day to day? Well, yeah. I mean, Cooking I'm starting a new? new job in literally a week. So we'll see how that goes. Oh, you accepted the offer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it'll be a bit of a drive, but it'll be different. And um, I'm What's going from commute? MSP to enterprise. So if you're familiar with the IT world, MSP is managed service provider, meaning that you basically have, uh, you support like medium businesses or small businesses that don't have a dedicated um, internal IT team. So I'm now switching to that and I've got like, it's like a four or five person IT team. So, nice. in, so you're supporting internal. the company itself. Yeah. As opposed so to reporting other a, companies. Mm-hmm. A difference. Hopefully, you know, we'll see how it is, but it'll, um, honestly, enterprise is way better. I'm excited for you because yeah, MSP can be, that's where I came grind. from was an enterprise. Yeah. It's, it's better. Well, I mean, I worked at MSU in the IT department there. And yeah, it's, it's just That's a different, different experience, right? Yeah. Mostly just due to the fact that, 
you know, MSP, your goal, you make money off of support versus enterprise. You're, a, uh, you're part of the cost of doing business. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. it's a different perspective on the uh, entire, uh, from an organizational level. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I'm excited to meet a bunch of new people. I'll probably do the same thing Sean did. And, you know, yeah, you're going to go the it. exact same thing I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. Man, then I'll be doing the same things. I might get a new job soon. It's wild. Oh, man. I'm going to hear back. I'm going to hear back next week. I, I might, it might work out. I'd be crazy. Yeah. But this is the time to do it, right? You know, it is. You're during right. your, during your twenties is to, you know, switch between, especially now with the pandemic, you know, I feel yeah. like, you know, you can shift and obviously get better pay and, you know, hopefully get a you know, better environment or a different environment. Than yeah. You, like uh, do more. That's why I work from home like a couple days a week. <laughs> like let me do it once or twice. Yeah, yeah I'm, exactly. I, I'm with you. I, although I get really bored if I do every day, like it's like the past two months have been just kind of like a, a strain on that. Um, yeah, it's it. If you just kind of uh, the, the last couple of weeks of, of, of a job are kind of crazy, you know, cause you're like, you know what? I don't need to do anything like, <laughs> but at the same time yeah, you want the same to time, do, you got to wrap up everything. Well, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. It's, it's not, I don't know. It's not just that. It's more just like, I don't know. I, you are right in that some respect like i'm you know like oh you know kind of just like okay i don't you know don't have to care as much but i still i still do i still you know i try to honor my work right yeah let pay for uh, honest work yeah yeah but no it's just you know getting used to it switching switching roles switching roles it'll be fun it'll be exciting for you too it'll be different it'll be definitely different just like learning so i get to stick with one um environment one topology instead of having to deal with the 30 different ones I had to deal with before. Yeah, that's, that is very helpful. I mean, you learn your system and that's it. Instead of having to learn so many others, but it's so much better. The fun thing is better. that you do get to learn, like that's part of the reason I want to do it is because this challenge, I want to challenge myself of like, okay, I get to learn multiple different environments. And so you have to get to that, that same thing about the core principles, right? I th- feel like you can really get your core principles down because you have to learn so many different environments. Um, the downside is that you don't get to get into like the very, like the nitty gritty and the, the, the little niche, little like you know, different apps and stuff like that have like their own little finickiness, right? There's a lot of yeah. finickiness in that. Um, I hate finicky. <laughs> I right? want it to work well. And there's so many, yeah, there's like those little, those little things that, uh, you know, don't work or like from organizational, you have to understand also the, honestly, I think the harder part is actually understanding the organizational, like internal politics and you're like okay i don't want to yeah you know, that's true cause any cause any ruckus in this so you got to like understand you know the individual uh that so yeah i think honestly for me i think it takes a month or two probably two months to feel like really comfortable in a new area mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah sure job specifically like like right now i'm i'm still learning people i'm still like figuring out where everybody stands but in like a month or two, I'm going to be, you know, I think definitely part of the team. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, it just takes some time to learn that, I think. Yeah. Cool. It's, it's, it's been fun, I, I think. What about and you then, for Colton? So with remote, what are you hoping to gain from that? Well, honestly, I, I mean, as a contrast to your guys, I've worked, okay, so I have worked remote like two weeks in my job. There were a couple um, instances where I got a small COVID scare. So when that happens, we have to yep. be work at home. And honestly, I really liked it. Like I, when I was, what I was doing, I really liked, and I didn't have to worry about, you know, a 45 minute, minute commute there and back. 
so That's I got brutal. to just dive into my work and I was really enjoying it. I got to do more work because I get paid overtime for what I do as well. So I got to just work some overtime okay. <laughs> and then... I wish that was my case. I know. it was. It's so nice because I could just work overtime and get paid for it and I just did it from my chair and I just, yeah. I really liked it. Um, I think to, if I did it full time, which is what this new position would be, I have to work a lot at like reaching out to other people to not, you know, go insane. But I also think, I mean, if I had a fully remote job, I'm, I'm going to travel. Like, I'm going to do that. And that would be really fun to me, I think, as well, to do something and travel around and, you know, go to see different places while not taking a bunch of PTO. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I may have mentioned this before. But yeah. Did ever guys tell you that my idea about, like, I think kind of like the ideal mid, mid-level IT job? Where What's, you basically have full remote, but then you work third shift, aka from like like eleven to six a.m. But you well, but you're in another country, Japan yeah. or Australia or New Zealand, so it's a twelve-hour difference. So you're like, oh, this is eleven to seven or eleven to six, right? Uh, yeah, from you know there, and that's you know that'd be great because yeah. this is working like a a nice day shift. A nice day shift in another country. I think you've talked about this. I, w- I agree. Uh, honestly, I would do something very similar to that if given the opportunity. I would live... And usually get paid more, too. Yeah. I would do a lot of different things as far as career and stuff once. Like, I know when um, my girlfriend and I, this is way back then, or, uh, you know, this is way back a couple years ago, so I don't feel... Uh, I-, I feel like I can share it. But we were going to go to Mississippi, potentially, and everyone mm-hmm. shits on Mississippi. But I don't know. It's interesting down there. It's a completely <laughs> different culture. It's... Um, totally different. Yeah, it's... it's Totally different. It's just an opportunity to experience something completely new. And even if I didn't like it, a year down there wouldn't be that bad. I'd try most things for a year. I would go I down the there... the same thing with my recent move. Yeah. So, like, even if you hate it... I think there's at least something you can gain out of it. Maybe a person or two you can meet and become friends with. Maybe some experiences yeah. that you gain. And then if it sucks still after a year, yeah, you could just take off. But for a year, I think there's there's a lot of a lot to gain from it. So yeah. like even moving and you to gain Mississippi, new experiences. Yeah. So even although mo- it's it's starting to get the point for me where I think like okay, I have a year to do something. How do I want to spend that year? Like, procrastinate. Like, it, it really become the point to me where, like, time, you know, the, the you know the you know the you know time. The, the idiom time is money or whatever. Yep. Like I'm spending my time. I don't have a infinite oh. amount of time. You only have eighty thousand hours. And, Sorry. This is, this is. <laughs> and and especially the time that you can spend in your life that is young, mm. you know, where yeah. you can go and do things. I've really started to start thinking about that where where do I want to spend my time yeah. and spend my years? Because honestly, think. it's the most valuable thing. Yeah, that, time. that you start getting really existential there because you're like, well, am I doing what I should be doing? Am yeah, I, I, mean, am I actually Yeah, happy? I try not to go that deep because yeah. it's, that's, <laughs> that's, a that's, rabbit like hole. It's, that's a rabbit hole. But yeah. like I have until I'm 40, you know, <laughs> to, to do the hard things that life that I want to do in life, I think. Uh, you know, I think I'm still I'm, gonna be I'm still gonna be rock climbing past forty. But if it, I'm not gonna try and climb Everest when I'm past forty, you know. Oh, you're trying to figure out mm-hmm. if you want to do that even at this point. 
I'm not going to climb Everest, oh. but but, but you, you get where I'm coming challenge. from. I'm, yep. yeah. the, the really hard things that you can bounce back from at, when you're younger. Yeah. Like, I can bounce back from a lot no. in my 20s yeah. than I wouldn't be able to when I'm in my 50s. Or even like a huge, yeah. a huge it, financial loss. It's, it's that loss type of thing that I'm like thinking that. of. Yeah. Yeah, financial less so. I mean, like, I think I'm in a pretty good position. Well, I mean, you can, you know, you can... occasionally I fantasize about selling everything and buying a boat, <laughs> say, but like, but, oh, yeah. you, know, you can yolo all of your, ga- all your money into GameStop now, and you're way better off if that doesn't work out, if you do that when you're 50, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> that would be much exactly. worse. Or you can utilize the money better when you're, when you're younger, I think, Yeah, you know, yeah. And when you're older, I think you, you want to be able to spend money on somebody or some or a group of people mm-hmm. whereas when you're younger you want to spend it on yourself yeah uh, and i don't think that's wrong i think that's just how you, life should yeah i mean be. At, at 50 you got kids usually Pro- yeah like, right, usually you're supporting something else your life is not your own anymore it's shared Yeah, or like i could leave a bunch of money to my kids or family but i'd and and my grandma has this right now she's like she's pretty well off and she said she she would rather spend the money that she has on mm-hmm. her family then pass away and just leave it to everybody. Mm. And I, I, and I, I understand that rationale. Cause like, I'd rather see somebody happy from the gift that I give them than just like not being yeah. able to experience. I, don't know, right. I feel like, see my perspective has always been like, I, I see it as an investment, but I'm also the type of person like I am extremely religious about okay i cannot spend over my income like and if that if that mm-hmm. ever does happen sure. i like sure. i have an, a mild existential crisis you're like, like, shit. I have to, like <laughs> always like okay always push my income further like and try not to you know always save or like i was always the kind of person like okay emergency fund you know have that stuff yeah right? absolutely even from yeah. even when from when i was like a kid i was extremely like, frugal like need that, that two hundred dollars so, in case something happens exactly yeah, right? yeah put that yeah. put that like i started investing when i was really young um well good yeah uh and so it's just like all right that's that's my my thought process and so always when i hear oh someone's got like you know do that like set up a trust fund or like do something where like what always worries me is people who do like you get like the lottery people who Mm -hmm. where like they'll get a bunch of money and then spend it lottery tickets and they'll spend it all it's like no you gotta set up a a annuity or something like that where it's like a gradual income because that can really help with say someone falls into tough times right yeah i feel like that's the best way to do it it's like okay family falls into tough times and you, you gotta help them out right they may have you know medical shit especially with the u.s medical system right yeah. Um, well, they'll get, they'll get fucked by something there and, uh, like, all right, you gotta help them out with that. And really, you know, um, or, you know, they run into someone needs to get a new car because their car broke down. They don't have anything, um, you know, help them yeah. out there. I feel like that's the best way to do it. I, I mean, I had a whole, <laughs> not existential, but like a whole like internal debate in my head with the new TV. I'm oh, like, on money, yeah. spending the money for it. Kind of it's, thing? Like, it's a lot of money. It is. It's TVs a large cheap, amount of money. And this is a very nice TV. You know, it's 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 not cheap. Um, and in my head, I'm trying to think. Of course, when you want something, you try and justify, justify it. Right? Yep, yep. But I'm trying to think why. You know, can can I do this? You know, like sure. Do I need this? No. Do I want it? Yes. Do can I do it? Is what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you can't do it, you shouldn't. Um, but if you can, 
you know, might as well. And and what it came down to is like, you know, I I have money put away. I've saved money. It's not I'm not without my means to get a new thing. And then I'm of a big mindset where you should spend your money where you spend your time. And <laughs> that's In a front bed, of the TV. you know. <laughs> yeah. For for me, that's a desk, you Absolutely. know, and my computer. Yeah. And then it's it's like watching entertainment on a TV, you know, that's that's and then eventually I'll get around to the toilet because you know you spend a lot of time there. But like cheap. Yeah, but day I'm thinking about it. Uh but you know, I spend a lot of time watching movies and watching TV and, and media I, I watch a lot of. Mm-hmm. So yep. it came down to the thinking that I thought, you know, it's where I spend my time. It's going to be a good investment in that. Mm-hmm. So that's that's kind of where I convinced myself. And then and then I thought, well, it's not, I'm not doing this without my means. Like I have the means to buy this. Mm-hmm. I might as well. So... That kind of goes along to what you were saying, Michael, is like, I'm consider myself very frugal as well. Yeah. But I do like to spend money on things that I spend time doing. Yeah. So, and it's different it for the balances moment out we don't way. like have kids. I feel like the, everything changes when you have kids. A lot of people I yeah. work with right now, like they got kids and stuff like that and you just talk with them like, heck, one of my coworkers, he, you know, he's got four kids. First kid was 18. So, mm-hmm. oh, um, and he's around my age, right? Yeah. And you're like, and just Dang. a different perspective on that. Um, I, I don't know. I think it, it's definitely going to change. You know, you talked about your grandmother too. My mom actually just retired uh, mm-hmm. at end of the last year. And so we're kind of talking about it too. Although she's in an interesting perspective where she doesn't, you know, I'm out of the house, um, you know, living my own life, right? Mm-hmm. So she doesn't really have, and, you know, my parents were, been divorced since i was a kid so yeah it's not like she, she's doing anything so her her she's always going through <laughs> the same existential crisis that you are sean where it's like like yeah yeah i don't, I don't know what to do you, now you need, you need friends right. you know you need to you gotta yeah. have friends and, she, and she's, she's got a bunch of friends too but still like it's, mm. it's like all right now what, what do i do with my time right gotta, my uh i think my mom sorry to slight tangent i think my mom is going through like the learning period of that I'm not around and yeah. doing my own thing, you know? Oh, I uh, hear that. Yeah. <laughs> just because like, I've, I've always lived with my parents, you know, and then I, except for when I was in college mm-hmm. and then now I'm gone. This is it. I'm, I'm out. So your parents, they're like, it's kind of getting used to like being me not being there. Yeah. Your parents were you lucky. Know? They got to have you that long though. Cause it's, it's not typical. And I, I was lucky. I got to be with them for, I mean, it's long, nice. You know? Yeah. It benefited both of you. I mean, you got to save money, get to stay at home, work a good job kind of thing. But I know um, a lot of people who, yeah, they, they take off at 18. And honestly, I don't have kids. I feel like that's going to be a pretty hard po- point in my life when my kids leave. Like, that'd be tough. But you yeah. also know you have I a mean, good relationship, which is, that's positive, right? Yes. A lot, of, a lot of people, they're like, okay, I need to get the fuck out at 18, yeah. right? I need to yeah. leave. And they I don't want to go back. I, Whereas, like, I know... Personally, both my parents are like, "Oh, like come by and stuff like that." Yeah, right? yeah same. Um, yeah, my parents like that too. Like they're always, you always have a place to stay yeah. with us, you know. But and I, I really appreciate that. Um, and it's just different. It's 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 you know the next phase of, of, of life, life in yeah. a way. Adulting. Um, I'm very glad to be on my own, but there's there, I'm glad that I got to spend the time that I did with my parents because you know there's I've I've learned a lot from them, you know. 
good and bad, <laughs> I would say. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, you learn what you like though. and what you dislike, and then you grow and make your own. Wow, this is getting really this existential. Is getting pretty like, deep. Yeah, like, it is. Really we, don't, deep. we don't usually go this. Mean this to be what about you, podcast? You, heck, heck, you, after college, you never ever lived with your parents, right? I've yeah. We never met your parents. Yeah, Colton. yeah. This is so. Me yeah, yeah, you I've ha- been you to have. your house yes. and you, I've you've, never met his parents. You've never <laughs> you've been to my house. I know that. Did you not meet I my think parents? I, did I stay at your house? I left a, my trailer at your house yeah, for a year. Yeah. Did you not oh, meet wait, them at really? all? Really? You haven't met his yeah. parents? <laughs> so weird. Well, that'll have to I change met, soon. I met your mom the think first I'm, time, I and then I met. At least I don't remember meeting your parents. Yeah. Weird. Weird. You guys have both met my parents. I yeah. Because yeah. Oh yeah. Weird. That yeah. is so strange. Well, <laughs> me and Carly have talked about this a lot because okay, so her parents have lived in the same house their whole life, and they mm-hmm. their hometown, the house means a lot to them. It's 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 a big part of their. They have a lot of a uh, sentimental value in the house itself. Yeah. Whereas yeah. I moved around my whole life. I was in mm-hmm. Michigan. I was in Seattle. I was in london and i've been a lot of different places like for internships i went to different states and all that to me mm-hmm. it's just like part of the deal like you when you're when yeah. you're 18 you're going uh, off house and you're is adult, a place, you know it you, you just go off and do your thing i don't want to be at home honestly most of the time i'm good to see my parents for a week but i don't want to be there i want to be doing something in, in a way i honestly would love to just i'd love just going different places and doing all this new stuff and a home does to me isn't doesn't mean a whole lot to me, whereas to maybe mm. you guys or at least Carly, she lived in one spot her whole life. So now, a home means a lot. So when kind of like preparing for adulthood, it's weird to move around so often because it's like, well, yeah, where is my home kind of floating? Whereas to me, it's let like me this is how this. I lived my whole life. <laughs> yeah, let me ask yeah. you this. So what is home to you? Like when you say when you say the word home. What does yeah, that mean home, to you? Home is a feeling, not a place. That okay. is what it means and to me. It's but weird because... What's that, because what's that I, feeling right now for you? Like, what place evokes that feeling for you right now? Uh, you know, that's a good question. It's just a place where you feel content, I guess? Content is maybe a bad word because it means that yeah. you're... It might mean that you're settling. It is something somewhere that you can relax and you can get away from all the busyness of life. I guess somewhere where you're happy to be. Um, I, the apartment we have now feels like a home to like me. Home? I guess, but there, we want to move. We both want to move somewhere else, and we want to be in a different environment, which is why we'd like to yeah. move from where we're currently at. So we're moving to somewhere that should feel a lot more like home for a lot of different reasons of the place we're going yeah. to. Hmm. What I will about not you, Sean? Myself this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about you, Sean? Does your apartment feel like home now? I mean, it's only been a couple of weeks, but it's it's definitely getting there. I mean, like I I, I still have the um, at least like uh, saying that like my place or or something that feels weird to me still. So yeah, um, and and I know I've referenced like when talking to my parents, I don't know how to call their house you know like yeah. I, I would usually say oh back home referring to their Refer- house yeah but like because that's the actual i'm like but home. that's not my home anymore right. so where do i to me home yeah. is usually like is usually people you know like where i feel that i'm most around yeah but i definitely feel that starting to change to here you know like i i feel that yeah i'll just start to naturally call this place my home yeah soon um 
I think that, you know, I, I've lived at my parents' place for so long that it's like it, it's ingrained, you know, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely more for me, like people based, like where yeah. I think the people that I care about and like to be around. Yeah. That's usually where home is. So, yeah. which is kind of understandable why it's, it's weird for me to say, oh, I keep referring back home as home. Mm-hmm. Or, there you go. Back uh, at my Your parents place. old house as home because like that's, I don't know. I technically don't really know anybody here. Yeah. yeah. In my current place. That'll change, you know, oh, as time sure. goes on and then eventually it'll become yeah. more of a home. Did you yeah, think, but I, that's usually what I go through. I asked that because I wanted to understand like what, okay, when you say home, like what does that mean to you, right? Because I know yeah. personally for me, I'm kind of, I'm with you guys. I, there's plenty, probably plenty of people, right? I bet Carly, when she says home, it means a different thing, right? But for me, mm-hmm. home, like is basically, yeah, wherever I rest my head, I'll call home right. to be a freaking like <laughs> hotel. Bro, it'll it'll be, I'm so I'm I'll, used to it, right? I'll be in a capsule hotel and I'll call that home. If, if the Exactly. Like, I'm, awesome, I'm heading yeah. home home right now. And it's like, wait, uh, home is where I'm, I'm resting my head. And like I now I call my dad's place home. <laughs> or I used to, yeah. Like I, I used to call my dad's place home. And then now yeah, it's yeah. my dad's place or my mom's yeah. place. And, you know, obviously you just, it changes all the time. And I just find I it interesting how that psychology, because I feel like we're all in that same boat, you know, as we're talking about this, right? Where it's kind of just where we lay our head and it's more about the people yeah. who are around us than it is the right would you call uh yeah i think would you call msu home back when you lived in msu no. both of you when you, you i did you never... yeah I, I did call it home when i was there i would have called it home i think i think that's the one time i never did the dorm living in the really? dorm. oh really i don't think i called it when i had the apartment i called that home okay well that not, was a lot more comfortable i guess than, yeah. than any of the dorm, dorm just situations. Felt, I was just off, so. Yeah. I usually refer to MSU Wait, as a whole did, as home. Oh, they'll yeah, love that if we get when, popular. Yeah, I did, <laughs> I did call it um, our, when we lived together in the dorm, I did call that home, but like the first year. Oh. No. The first year. First year was different because, yeah, you had a roommate that was um, like you never knew ever before. Like, so that's yeah, weird. And, and also, I just like, we didn't really... We didn't Did really I ever meet your roommate? I don't think I ever met your roommate. <laughs> no, he he's an international year. student, and like, oh, uh, I remember now. We just yeah, we just don't we never like you never like, clicked talk kind of and stuff like that, and hang yeah. out a little bit, but like it was never like you know, there's no chemistry, no connection. Yeah, there. yeah. it's just all right. Yeah, know, yeah. I remember you talking about that now. Yeah, so yeah, but first year, but yeah, second year, especially when like put up the lights and like made a, our our place our own, put the TV in and everything. Yeah, like that, that was that was there. a good situation. Yeah, I mean home. that's kind of what I was feeling last night when you know getting the new TV and yeah. watching a movie, and I felt like you know what this it just felt everything kind of clicked yep. in a sense where I felt like all right this this is a nice nice place you know now so I like when you get to that point in a new place or new area, but uh, it's it's been cool. I just you know learning this this definitely became a lot more teeth than I anticipated. Um, and we never got to Colton's. Uh, I wanted to talk about dancing with Colton, but uh, oh no, we? no, we, we can talk about it. How do you want to go talk about dancing? I want to. Okay, so Colton has told us that he takes dance lessons. Yep, I'm taking dance or lessons. dance class. Yep. and I don't know what that means, so I really want to know what's going well, on. Basically, I I picked. So I'm pick. I'm doing hip hop, or I did hip hop. Now I'm doing jazz dance wait but start from the beginning so why dancing because it sounded fun why does it sound fun it, it's yeah, it okay. just sounds like a 
I wanted something that was, um, oh, what I don't know, like something like that. I work out a decent amount, but I wanted something else that was sure. exercise based, that wasn't running, and that was more like a training, something I could train at. Something and, active, yeah. Yeah, and I, I thought of a couple different things. I thought of gymnastics. I thought of dance, and I thought of a couple other things. Dance was just sounded the most fun. Carly also likes dance, so we like said, why don't we just do dance? So we found some dance houses, I suppose, that offered adult mm-hmm. lessons because a lot of issues. We, we found a lot of places, but they only did like 12-year-olds and under kind of thing. Yeah, that would be a little awkward. Yeah, so we, <laughs> we found a place where we could do... They have a ton of different genres. They did um, tap, they have hip hop, ballet, jazz, contemporary, all the stuff. And we did hip hop. I'm just imagining Colton as a ballet dancer right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing. So we did hip hop last semester because they go in semesters with the um, like the school mm-hmm. sessions and stuff. Is this like a once a week class or it's, is it twice a week? It's a or? once a week class. And okay. it, there's about seven people in the class, basically. All right. Then you have one instructor who's really good, obviously. We did hip hop. And now I'm currently doing jazz. And jazz is actually most similar to probably ballet with a few more jumps and stuff. Really? I don't know if I've ever seen jazz. I don't know what jazz, jazz is. I can't yeah. say that. Jazz is, you'll see it. It looks, I mean, if you didn't know the difference between ballet and jazz, you might just say, oh, that kind of just looks like ballet. It's a lot more like jumpy and you you do a lot yeah. of the same things, same positions, same. You do twirls and stuff like that. It's it's ballet with attitude. Yeah, I would say that as <laughs> without a whole lot of dance experience myself. But yeah, I mean, hip hop was great because I don't know. It's very loose. Everyone's like got their own style. Yeah. It was really fun. Freestyling. Yeah, huh. it, it was um, just fun to learn the choreography. Since me and Carly both took band, we kind of know how to follow a beat. But dancing. As maybe you guys could imagine, as a lot of people could imagine, dancing is like just feels really awkward when you just do it, don't you think? If you're <laughs> if you're gonna go just freestyle, like actually try to freestyle, right? Not just moving mm-hmm. your shoulders and doing the little jiggle, like like bobbing yeah. back and forth. Actually, dancing is sometimes kind of just awkward, and I think it was like is hmm. a really nice change to try and like challenge that and yeah. to and free yourself. Yeah. And it was really funny because these, both these classes, um, I'm the only dude in the class, so that can <laughs> that can present a problem. So in hip hop, it was really nice because they were gender neutral at first. So we we did a lot of basic stuff and basic you know moves. You know when you're doing hip hop, your your shoulders are forward, your hunch back hunched a little bit. You're like a thug, whatever. That's how I thought <laughs> of it at least. But man, our last dance in hip hop was like a stripper song. And she's like, <laughs> I, we walk in and nice, um, she, the instructor, they're like, um, so this dance might be a little feminine. Male, female instructor. In, female instructor. Or sorry, okay. they, they, they are, they go by they, not he okay. or she. Interesting. Um, okay. the, they said, so this dance is inherently feminine, but if you don't want it to be feminine, just don't make it feminine. And I'm just like, okay. what do you mean? How does I? How do I even? What do does that, that mean? <laughs> yeah. Don't make it. But yeah, it was. But it's inherently. I can, I can show you. You can't inherit. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Well, it like has like a catwalk, and it has some just really obviously feminine moves. I'll send you the clip, and it's obviously. Super oh, feminine. I want to see this. But it's really fun. I mean, honestly, it was feminine, but 
come on. If you're going to learn to dance, you got to learn to be both. You got to learn to be a little feminine to oh, shake yeah. your I hips mean, in a certain way. I'm not disparaging. I just yeah. think it's yep. the, the terminology is funny. Gotta do the ladies dance. It is not quite that bad, but we're we're get we'll get there one day. <laughs> but jazz is a lot harder than than hip hop because hip hop's so kind of personal. Like if you can do this move, you do it. Whereas jazz is a lot more technical. You got to have your shoulders this way. You got to twirl like this. It's a lot more uh, like you tr- we we do exercises to do the splits every single. Um, That'd week. be hard for me. This and I, suck, I can't man. do the splits. Suck at that. It's like this this girl's like you just do the splits, and I'm like I'm gonna break my legs. <laughs> And I don't just do the splits. Yeah, I mean, it's most of these people are just really flexible and I'm just so bad. So it's yeah. it's a good because it's training my flexibility. It's almost more of a training environment for yeah. my flexibility. And that's why I do yoga is to stretch. Yeah, yoga to be good be too. better at it. But I don't know. Is there anything more you want to know? I mean, I just go there. I dance. I perform. Everyone asks us, me and Carly, to how perform. How long is it? Like, how long are you there for? Uh, like hour, 45 minutes. It's pretty short, actually. Okay we um it seems kind of long oh no i mean it goes by fast because you do a warm-up okay and you do isos so every class does isos where you're like putting your shaking your head back and forth you do like your rib cage rolls um you do hip rolls stuff like that to isolate sure. your body the rib cage roll does not sound good rib cage roll <laughs> does it not sound good have you ever seen it before i don't think so no it's it's uh i don't know it's just nice though it's i can show you guys yeah i'll show you guys after i'm done after we're done with the podcast, maybe. <laughs> you stand up, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, we basically learned just random songs. Hip-hop art, uh, teacher would be like, I like this song. We're going to dance to it. We'd, te- we'd learn the choreo. We'd all do the choreo section as a part of these classes. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was... Is it is it expensive or is it, like, pretty affordable? Uh, My classes were, like, $15 per class. So, I would say it's pretty affordable. <gasps> that's that's, that's nothing. nothing. Most classes, though, were not that cheap. This the, the place we oh. go is near a university, so you get a lot of university students. But okay. I see, yeah. The a lot of other places are like thirty to forty bucks a lesson, and that is yeah, that's a little bit higher. That's getting up. There. Yeah, I mean, getting at up fifteen, there. you're at sixty bucks a month, so that's that's not. Yeah, too yeah. Bad. I was expecting like it'd be like okay, it's like three hundred dollars a month to do this. Yeah, like, I mean that's like a private lesson type thing, and honestly, I loved yeah. hip hop dance. I loved doing that. It was really, really, really fun, but. Hip hop is so good because you can just kind of do your own thing, learn dances from other yeah, on YouTube, flow. and you kind of just do it. I mean, there's technicality to it, but yeah. at least you can just learn the moves on your own. Whereas uh, jazz is a lot harder to, I would say, learn the technique on your own. If that makes sense. Interesting. It's really fun. I would encourage you guys to try it. I'd encourage everyone to try it because it's so awkward in the beginning. You're like I. I remember <laughs> learning the first couple moves. I can't dance. And I was so save my life. I was so bad, but it's one of those things where I just kept working at it, and I was like, "Oh, so you move yeah. it like this, and you get yep. better." And you, I mean, I would be. I would like too. to be better at it. You know, that'd be that'd be nice feel to do. It's a good workout, and it's not even necessarily like when I learned hip hop. I'm not going into the club and dancing the choreo that I learned. But there are some moves yeah. that might be kind of fun to to do, like on the side. I don't know. It's just fun. It's a fun. Yeah creative way to like exercise dance it's i mean that that's that's why i do yoga really Mm because like it's a creative way to exercise and you can go there's different parts and sides of yoga i mean there's like the the whole yogi namaste thing yeah yeah Mm -hmm. spiritual side i'm not so much into that i i go into it for a workout 
mm-hmm. and as an exercise. And as that, it's very good. I mean, like you're you'll stretch in certain ways that like, wow, I'm really yeah, hitting a certain muscle a, group that you never activate. Yep, it's so very, it's really nice to get to it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's, um, it's, that's just what I like to do that way. Yeah. It's really fun. It's also kind of a performance thing. So I, that's what I liked in band. Yeah. It's like a performance. So when you do do the choreo and you put it all together, it's really, it like tickles that fickle is what I'll say. I don't know why I couldn't find a better what? way to do, say that. But tickles that fickle. <laughs> it tickles that it like tickles that itch. I don't know. Or scratches it just that, that itch? scratch. Wait, scratches that okay. itch. There you go. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> tickles it's that really fickle. Fun. I'm gonna start I using mean, that's that. Cool. That's great. I mean, I, I, that's cool that you're doing that. I mean, I I think it's cool that you're going out and doing these just different things. Yeah, yeah. You know? it really just stemmed from we had some time and we wanted to do more things. Just I just want to do more things like. We weren't yeah. didn't have a lot on my plate, so that Jap- goes back to our limited amount of time. Talk, yeah, you know, you and have, might as well just do it. Yeah, and, and Japanese is great because that stemmed from you know we went to Japan, we all loved it. I would love to actually have a conversation or be a little bit more. Yeah, in, I want to go back to Japan with you now. Yeah, get more engrossed in the culture. <laughs> so and then dance like you know, I don't know. It's fun. It's applicable. It's it's a good time. So and that's yeah. something where it's when I'm forty and I try to do a dance class that might be a little bit more awkward. So let's just do it now. Yeah, yeah right. I got gotcha. you. And you can be like, uh, you know, a Renaissance man. You have a little bit of uh, experience in like everything, right? There we go. That's yeah. the whole point. Let's start breaking out those That's moves goal, on right? fifty. Yep. Dang. Is there anything else uh, you want to bring up, uh, Michael? Nah, I think we can. Uh... We covered everything, man. I was good. We I mean, covered I was way more than to... I was expecting to. Right? Yeah. We... I, I just wanted to catch up with you guys because I feel like we haven't like uh, you know caught up on our life going on yeah. in a while so and there's been a lot going on there has been a lot, been going, a lot on. going on so i'm glad we got we got to we got to do that it has a very pretty pretty chill calm calm episode here yeah. i think next episode's gonna yeah. be crazy i'm gonna think of a crazy topic <laughs> it's gonna be nuts well next episode oh are wait we, are we doing our box we already know Carl? we already know we're, we're repeating our boxu box snack tasting but we'll have a beautiful guest on named carly <laughs> and she will be <laughs> She will start earning those brownie points now. Yeah, I know. She will yep. be with us tasting Japanese snacks. We've got some really good content. She, I've been getting her. We've been watching an anime recently. Should I tell you which one oh. we've been watching? Yeah, hint. Should I tell you which one? Should I? It's Just not. Hint, it is not a romance or rom com or any slice of life. It is not even close to that. Oh. It's much more stereotypical anime. <laughs> a berserk. berserk. Stereotypical anime. Oh, shoot. Kill a kill? <laughs> That'd no. Be funny. Okay, not that. It's it's a little bit more grounded than that. Should I let you guys okay, guess or okay. should I let you guys wait until we talk about it next week? Let's wait. Let's let's wait. I, I, let's wait. I, I, I think it'll be kind of a surprise. It's, it's, uh, she's been enjoying it and yeah, I'm excited to see how she likes the, the rest of it. Well, cool. I'm excited too. I think this is the first time we've actually... Uh, uh, promote a future episode i know it'll be <laughs> yeah. fun yeah. it'll be a, a non-anime user or a non-anime's perspective on anime plus japanese snacks so we'll have a lot of we'll have a lot of stuff a going on weebs perspective non weebs perspective <laughs> yep. not for long uh, she'll cool. be a weeb we'll get there <laughs> <laughs> i don't think she can Carly's like, right, well no, no. yeah she, i think she's got this has been fun yeah. i think that's where we'll end it today everyone thanks for listening to almost a podcast uh I think 
hey, we have a Twitch channel now. Yeah, we advertise that. Plug that once. shit. <laughs> we <laughs> have a stream once. once. You might stream more. Uh, what? Twitch.tv. Wait, twitch.tv slash almost podcast. Almost a podcast. Yeah. So check us out. I clipped the thing I did where I killed, a, I squad wiped somebody. Oh, okay. And I don't think I've ever done better than in that moment. So <laughs> let's check go. that out. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're, right now we stream pretty randomly, so you won't catch us at a schedule. But oh yeah, there's no schedule. You know, it's just like, it, but there's previous here's streams the thing. Out there. If we know? get 20 people on a stream or 20 people to watch our stuff, I say we add a schedule. I say we stream regularly <sighs> schedules are so tough but then we could but if we're if we've got that 20 people then we got or the top 10 percent of twitch top 10 percent 50 people 50 50 people that's like top one percent the schedule that's like top, I'm a, we gotta start advertising <laughs> this then all right well there's the adver- there's our advertisement uh everyone thanks for listening this has been almost a podcast one day we will get there and uh, like and, and subscribe please oh <laughs> 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 All right. Oh, boy. Peace out, guys. Like and subscribe. <laughs>